whenever somebody has a problem an issue and you're always bending and you're always breaking and you're always trying to make everybody happy you're going to be absolutely miserable as a leader and you're going to want to tap out and you're going to want to quit versus going hey these are my principles these are my values and if it hurts me it hurts me but at least I'm living with my principles and my values. When you are in that arena, there's no getting out. You wanna be extremely cautious because if you speak up about one situation or issue, your clients and just that world will be looking at you to take an opinion or a side on everything. And that's just not why you opened a gym, is to suddenly be a politician and to say what you believe on all these things. You opened it to serve people, to take care of them when they're in your doors. You know, me and Matt are not here to like sway anybody if that is your principles and that is what you wanna do. Just realize that you're gonna have to do that from that point forward. Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast, where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. Listen to today's episode, gym owners. This is a can't miss episode of the Fitness Empire podcast because we are talking about leading your business in a cancel culture world. And we're going to be touching a subject that is a touchy subject. And that is just all the divisiveness that is in our world. And how does it come raining down on your business? And what do you do when that storm arrives? Because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And so, to kind of set the table here, I want to bring up something that Tony Robbins talks about is that, you know, he, he shared that if you and him were walking down the street and you stopped at a newsstand and it showed a sunny forecast, they're actually not going to move very many newspapers because that's not very fun news that it's going to be all bright and sunny and life is good the next three days. That doesn't work. When do people freak out about the weather? When a storm's coming, they say, Hey, here it's storming and, you know, batting down the hatches and, you know, don't, you know, watch out, the blizzard's coming, the tornado, the high winds. He said, storms sell newspapers and, and you know, agony and pain and suffering and terrible things happening get clicks, they get interest, they get eyeballs. And so what we want to talk about are the things that can come into your business that will create divisiveness, separation, and just cause drama. So that's the reasons that we didn't get into business, the reasons we didn't get into helping people with their health and fitness. And so we want to talk about how do you make a stand when everybody's looking at you to make a stand? How to do it the right way where it won't lead to you being in the crosshairs of a lot of anger and, and upset clients. So Matt, I'm gonna kick it to you, man. Like, How should gym owners navigate this cancel culture world that we live in? Yeah, so one of the misconceptions I think a lot of people is like, hey, it's not as bad as it was like say a year ago or two years ago. So obviously we were inundated with all kinds of stuff going on in the world. And every time something would happen, people wanted us to make a stand and make a public viewpoint and send an email and support their cause, right? There's unlimited causes in this world. And obviously we know that people get really passionate about whatever, whatever their cause is. And they'll say things like, well, silence is violence. And they want you to put up a flag. They want you to put something on social media. And if you're not an activist, then you're like against them, right? And then they're very quick to then try to cancel their membership or not support you or, you know, really try to guilt you and bully you into being an activist uh, for them. 
And again, I I don't care what your religion is, your political views, your gender doesn't doesn't matter, right? But everybody has a thing that they're interested in. Obviously, right now there's a war, and everyone's like wanting to make a stand on that stuff going on. But if you think that because it's not quite as heavy as it was, say uh, a year ago or two years ago, you're dead wrong. We have an election coming, and it is going to get ramped up massively. The divisiveness, the pick aside, the all that stuff is coming and it's probably going to be worse than the last election. Like it is going to get absolutely brutal. That is not conspiracy theory. That's just the, the fact of where we are as a country right now. Like it's going to get really bad. Um, wars are picking up and like it's just not a good, good time. But you can imagine as a business owner, how do we respond to this? How do we react to this? And really, we want to respond and not react. So react is really like looking at the optics of things and going, how does this make me look? Where should I make a stand? Should I make a stand? And that's not the place that you want to be in. We want to be in a place of offense. How do we get more clients? How do we help our clients get better results and give them the best product humanly possible? But you can't do that if you're always just going, oh, what's happening in the world? What? Where should I make a stand? What should I do? How should I respond? Don't don't do any of that. And what we want to tell you today is we want you to think about being a principle based leader, meaning that you run your business based on principles and not on optics. And I learned this from Dave Ramsey and I took my team to took 18 members of my team to entree leadership in the heart of of covid. Like it was at a time that it was like states not having masks were like a and a thing and people going, well, is it appropriate to not be in masks? Should we wear masks? Should we not? Like depending on like your political views, determine determine that, right? So it was like we're in Michigan, which was like, you know, pretty much locked down one of the top five worst states in the country. So we went from being masked to a free state of Texas and not having to to wear masks. And it was like, oh my God, this this is crazy. At the time, every time the governor would go on TV, she would change her stance on, hey, new rules, new stipulations, new blah, 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 blah. So we're at the Entree Leadership event, and Dave Ramsey went on like a 20-minute rant of you know, being a principle-based leader and not making decisions off optics. He said, if you're making decisions based off optics, you can't call yourself a leader. In order to be a leader, you must make principle-based decisions, which... Sometimes the optics are not going to look good. But he said, make decisions based off principles and let the optics fall where they may, right? Because the truth is, oftentimes you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, and you're going to alienate somebody, you're going to make somebody mad. And sometimes the confusion we make as leaders is we think that, hey, if we make the right decision, then everyone's just going to be happy. And the truth is, they're not, right? <laughs> so you're better off making decisions based off your values and your principles so that you can sleep at night and not worry about one or two people that are going to be pissed off at you because one or two people are going to be pissed off at you no matter what. I always tell my team, I could give somebody a million dollars and somebody's going to come be mad at me because they said I should have gave them $2 million. You see that with athletes all the time that donate millions of dollars and they're like, oh, that's not enough. You should donate more. Yes. Right. So everyone's going to have opinions. Everyone's going to tell you what you should and shouldn't do. So it's time to make a stand for what are your principles? What do you believe in? 
and uh, it makes decisions easier. So when you have values and you have principles, then the decision, does this align with my values and my principles or this is not align with my values and my principles? So during COVID, I won't lie, like I was like, I was worried about optics. I was like, uh, I felt lost. I felt like for the first time, like I didn't know what to do. But then after Dave Ramsey's talk, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start making decisions off principles and uh, my values. And if people don't like it, then it is what it is. Right. And I remember at that time, uh, the governor made a, a new, a new what up mandate. And I, I talked to my team. I'm like, obviously the law is X or the mandate is X because the mandate and law are not the same things. And I go, we have a decision to make. Do we do what's right for our clients and their health or do we follow the law? And I said, let's make a vote. Right. And we voted to do what was right for our clients' health. Uh, and that, that was hard to, not everyone agreed, right? So you got 18 people there and everyone's got leaning in different directions. And uh, some people are more rule followers. No matter what the rule is, they're going to follow it, right? Just because somebody of a higher power and authority have told them to do it, they're going to do it and, and follow the rules, you know, no matter what, um, regardless of what their values are or, or how they feel about it. So with that, we actually went against the mandate. Obviously, we did it in as legal matter as we could, but we did what we felt was right in that situation, not just what what the law was at the time. But that that was that was really tough for a lot of our our team members, right? And it was tough. I mean, we have seventy five team members, so if you're always even thinking about it as a leader, if not even just the political stuff, but if you're always Whenever somebody has a problem, an issue, and you're always bending and you're always breaking and you're always trying to make everybody happy, you're going to be absolutely miserable as a leader and you're going to want to tap out and you're going to want to quit versus going, hey, these are my principles. These are my values. And if it hurts me, it hurts me. But at least I'm living with my principles and my values. Um, so that that's where it needs to to start is get very clear on your principles and your values and start making decisions based off that. And then we're going to give you guys a few more actual tactics and strategies here in just a minute. Anything you want to add on that, Dustin? I I think I would just warn what I see is happening with Bud, uh, Bud Light, is that, you know, they had a transgender person represent their business. It was mainly just selling to just like redneck guys living in the Midwest, like, and so they basically chose wrong. But now what I see it's happening with them and a lot of companies is once you enter that arena, everybody looks to you to on your opinion for every matter now moving forward. So now they're looking at Bud and saying, what do you, what's your opinion on this um, war going on in, in Israel? Now, what do you think about who you, who do you think we should vote for for president? And so it's like, they are now in the arena. They've been dragged in. And so that was like one of the worst decisions they could have ever made. So same warning I want to give to you as a gym owner. When you are in that arena, there's no getting out. There's no exit sign. There's only an enter sign. And so you want to be extremely cautious because if you speak up about one situation or issue, that your clients and just that world will be looking at you to take a, an opinion or a side on everything. And that's just not why you open a gym is to suddenly be you know a politician and to say what you what you believe on all these things. You opened it to serve people and, and, you know, to take care of them when they're in your doors. 
And so, you know, me and Matt are not here to like sway anybody. If that is your principles and that is, you know, what you want to do and you feel called to speak up, just realize that, you know, you're going to have to do that from that point forward. We're not here to, you know, tell you one way or the other, but we're just here to be that warning sign to say like, it is very difficult to get out of the arena. And so again, just be choosy about what you want to do when you are going to speak up. And I would even say, even if it's in confidence to one client, word travels. And so you could do the big public desk declaration where you post it on your social media and say, we believe X or we're on this person's side. And it's even in a one-on-one client. Even if you feel like you have a confidential relationship with them and they wouldn't tell, I would still urge you not to, to act as a professional and not do it. And, and then your team too, right? So it's just like, carry yourself as that principle-based leader in all walks of life. And that way you can focus, like on Matt said, growing and on being on offense because what you're putting yourself in, in the crosshairs, is to be on the defense. Now everyone's aiming for you and shooting at you. And now your day is filled with, you know, rebuttaling things and defending yourself and coming back and clapping back at people. And it's like zero marketing, zero sales, zero client results. It's, you know, putting out fires. It's putting up, put, get on calls. It's put out, you know, like upset clients, dealing with cancellations. And, you know, you're just in this negative state. So it can really suck you down. So I just want to warn everybody about that. And then your culture looks like the rest of the world. We want our yes. business to look like the opposite of the the rest yes. of the world and have a super strong culture, um, and we're not we're not having to deal with those things. But part of being able to do that is to really make a you know ultimately encourage you to make a public stand, not on, not on like your religious views, not on your whatever views, but actually make a stand for what your business is here to do, yes. right? Because if you can make a stand for what your business is here to do and what your business stands for then it makes it very easy to combat some of the things that we have to deal with and some of the pressures uh, that we have to deal with. An example of this is as business owners, we get asked to donate to charities all the time, right? So one of the the hardest things that we deal with is telling people no, right? Without it offending them, without it, you know, coming back to us and hurting our business. Because if you have clients that want you to donate to their kids, whatever, and you tell them no, like now they're not going to be as supportive of you in your in your business because you told them no. So finding easy ways to say no. So one of the things that I always had to do was, you know, we have our charity called The Big Give. And I just say, you know, you know, a couple of years ago, we made a stance that we're only going to donate to to The Big Give and we're not going to be donating to anything outside of that. So people respect that, right? It's like just like it's an easy way for us to say no, but it was taking a stance versus like, Every time a donation request comes in, it's like, hey, should we do it? Should we not do it? And then if you donate to that and then you don't know, don't donate to the other thing. Holy crap, right? Like it's just such a crapshoot. So uh, Ed Milet, he's like, he basically every year he picks the few charities that he's going to donate to. And then he just says, hey, every year we select a few charities that we donate all our money to and we don't deviate from that plan. If you want to be considered for upcoming years like you can put your you know let us know and we'll look at it right so it's an easy nice softball way to tell people no with without it affecting your culture but also like how much time and energy are you having to put in to those decisions and i just want to circle back real quick on the bud light thing because i think it's really important one of the reasons why bud light decided to try to go in a new marketing angle is because their growth was stagnant for a while and they had a younger person on their team in the marketing department that was like, hey, 
if we want to grow, we need to start going into other segments of this. And I think if we can do that. So they only looked at it as a plus plus. We're going to keep our base of this. This is where we're at today. And if we can go into that demographic, we're going to gain, we're going to grow. But what ended up happening was obviously they didn't make decisions based on like, hey, who's our avatar customer? They just said, hey, we could start serving another demographic and it's just going to be a plus plus. But what they ended up doing was alienating the exact base that is actually a Bud Light customer by going to that. So like there, there's nothing wrong with saying like saying, hey, we support whatever this movement is. There's nothing wrong with that, but you got to realize that you're going to alienate somebody. So no matter how good your conscience is and what you want to do, indirectly, you're going to alienate somebody no matter what. Yeah. Right. So our job, my personal opinion, our job as gym owners is to help people be healthy and fit and give people a reprieve from the rest of the world of what's going on. So when I first opened my gyms, we told clients two things. And I really like, we went away from this and I wish we never went away from this. So rule number one was leave your shit at the door. No matter what is going on in the world, leave it at the door. It will be waiting for you when you're done. I am promised. I promise. This is a reprieve, right? This is 30 minutes and it's all about you. And, and that's it. So we're going to leave our crap out the door. No matter what's happening, at work, no matter what's happening in your marriage, no matter what's happening with your kids, no matter what's happening in the world, we don't bring that into the gym. Like, leave your shit at the door. That's rule number one. Rule number two, give us 100%, right? You took the time to be here, give your workouts 100%. So we had two rules at the gym. So imagine if you had those two rules and a client came to you and wanted you to do like, we don't do that here. Like we leave our shit at the door, right? So it's an easy way to combat that. If somebody's coming in and they're complaining about stuff that doesn't matter, hey, and like we leave that at the door. But so just those two rules allowed us to combat a lot of the stuff that, that we're talking about today. But I'll also give you, I, I think today requires a little bit more of you making a public stance and then being able to just say, hey, this is what we believe. So, um, did you guys ever have anything like that? Or what are your thoughts on that, Dustin? Hey, gym owners, Dustin here. And I'm excited about the Fitness Empire Mastermind because Matt and myself are giving you everything you need to be successful in the fitness business. We have weekly coaching calls for gym owners. We have monthly calls for your team, your coaches, your managers, everybody's invited. We have all of our resources, checklists, guides, PDFs, systems, all downloaded in there and it's to help you build a scalable business, something that can operate without you so that you can move on and look at other things that you're interested in. You can have time for hobbies. You can have time with your family. These are the things that Matt and I have developed. We're both absentee owners that are not in the day-to-day -day operations of our business, and we can guide you exactly on how to do it as well. So if that's something you're interested in, go to fitnessempiremastermind.com, click the link, and we'll see you on the inside. Well, one thing I was going to add to, you know, Bud Light doing the plus plus is that's the equivalent of a gym owner adding a kid's program and an older adult's program and yoga and Zumba and spin. And you keep thinking, I'm going to get more and more customers in here, the more stuff I add. And so it's like a good reminder. It's like, who's your avatar? Who are you uniquely 
uh, able to serve. Because at the end of the day, most people who are listening to this podcast are is a small gym owner, meaning they're uh, like a, a boutique studio. And so they only have the resources to serve one customer well. You're, you're not a big box gym with a huge amount of resources and have a huge amount of equipment and space where you can have older adult program, kids program, teen program, you know, strength, you know, bodybuilding program. You don't. So you got to like laser focus. And I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. But yeah, I mean, I, I love that rallying cry. I think one of the things that I like gym owners to think through is what problems do you anticipate coming in the, in the next quarter and building that rallying cry into your team and saying like, this is what we're going to be saying a lot and voicing a lot because we anticipate that problem coming up you know, in this next quarter or six months or whatever, and just start repeating it to your team. So they start to repeating it in their sessions and to the clients. So I think that was genius that you thought about like, how do we take what we're going to be encountering and spin it into a rallying cry that the whole team will be behind. So that's something I have not done well, but I know that I've started doing it more recently since I heard that idea from you, Matt. But yeah, like none of the, you know, problems that I can think about, did we like, battle it with a rallying cry and i think that that's something that's really helped so like right now one that we did do for the end of the year finish strong because i know people's mindset is to quit now to quit during the holidays to quit you know i'll wait till next year and already start throwing in the the towel so we're peppering in their mind finish strong finish this challenge we're in right now strong finish the year strong everything you do do it you know to the highest of your ability and finish it strong don't cut corners don't stop at 80 percent so it's kind of similar to that give your workouts 100% idea. And that's that's what's required. People need that. That's leadership, right? Yeah. Like give people that safe place, but give them, we need leadership. So is b- the ability to influence people's thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. So the ability to influence their states because their states drive their actions or actions drive their outcomes in life. Like if we're not influencing their thoughts, their beliefs, and their feelings, somebody else is. And I guarantee you it's negative and it's not going to serve your clientele. So be that positive influence on your clients' lives to get them to think the way that they need to think, right? So the the next thing that I would encourage you guys to look at doing, and don't go overnight and do this, like you got to put some time and energy into it, is just like letting people know what your gym stands for. Who are you as a company? What is your your gym designed to do, right? So I just kind of brainstorm kind of what that language could look like, especially if you want to not have to deal with the de- divisiveness of the world and the, the flavor of the day, as I like to call it, because that's really what it is, guys. Like, it's not that these things don't matter. It's not that, that these things don't have a massive impact. And, you know, for some of your clients, it's like their whole world. And I, I'm not shitting on that in any capacity because it is, but it's just not your whole world and it doesn't need to come into your gym. Um, so, for example, and I, I just kind of wrote this in like five minutes. Um, so with that, I would probably like in an ideal world, I would probably run through chat GBT and, and some other things to make it sound a little bit prettier and, and a little bit nicer and maybe a little bit more empathetic. So keep that in mind. This is like, Super, 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 super rough draft, but this is what it would look like. Starting today, this is our stance at our gym. Our gym is designed to give all our members, no matter their age, gender, political preference, or religion, a safe place to work out. Our job is to help you get healthy and fit, and uh, we will do whatever it takes to help you reach your health and fitness goals. Uh, These are the only focuses of our gym. Due to recent circumstances, we'll no longer be pressured to support any causes. So with that, I'm not alienating anyone's requests, right? 
Um, everyone is welcome at our gym. Everyone will be traded the exact same at our gym. Everyone will be loved and cared for at our gym. There are real issues in our world and we acknowledge those issues and we support everyone's right to free speech. We support everyone's right to fight for unity and equality, but we will not be publicly supporting anything beyond a safe place to work out and a healthy distraction from all that is happening in the world. The minute we support someone we love, we directly alienate another person we love, and that isn't fair. At our gym, we leave politics, social issues, religious issues at the door. We love you all, and we look forward to supporting all of you on your health and fitness journeys. Right? So that would be a public stand to just basically say, leave us alone. Right? Like, this is our mission. This is what we're about. This is what we stand for. And all the divisiveness and all the crap that's going on in the world has no room here right? It takes us off mission. And so even telling your team that stuff, right? Like give them the ammunition to talk to clients. If a client comes in, um, and I remember this during, uh, we, we had a lot of stuff happening with Black Lives Matter and we had team members and, and clients like, hey, you guys need to make a stance. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I was like, it, it takes us off mission. Like it's not our job to give a public and it's not going to do it like some people are going to get mad, but it's not going to do anything. If I go on social media and make a public announcement, what is it going to do? All it's going to do is be a distraction from us getting people healthy and fit and takes us off mission. That's all it ends up being. Right. So with that, what are your principles? What are your values? What do you stand for? And I would at least put it down on paper, right? So if somebody comes to you, you'd be like, this is what we stand for. Yes. And be able to give them. So if you're not like brave enough to make a public uh, decree to the, to the whole world or to your members, then as people come to you, then you can do that. But I have always found, because um, as tough as I come across sometimes, like you can, you can bend, you can like, really get in the moment of feeling bad for people and go off your principles and because emotions are a massive driver uh, to do things in life. Sometimes when we get heavy in the emotions in the moment, we can get off our principles and get off our values and then we regret it later, right? We're like, oh, that's why we have these um, in place. So like, for example, when I give, uh, have to give like tough feedback to somebody, sometimes I'll actually put it on paper and I'll give that person the paper and the reason I do that is because now I can't puss out. I have to like, <laughs> it's literally sitting in front of them and I have to give them the, what, what it is that they need to hear. Right. I can't back out at that point. Cause sometimes we're like, oh, we're going to go in and we're going to give them the feedback that we need to give them. And then we, we go like 25% of what we actually intended to tell them or we sugarcoat it and then they don't understand or they don't get it. So with this, by putting it on paper and, and sending it out, it almost forces your hand to stick with it because you made that public announcement. And let me tell you right now, if you make the public announcement, you can't backtrack. You can't like go backwards on this or else you're going to lose all respect, all credibility, and all influence. You're going to lose your leadership the minute you backtrack. So if you do go with this, like you need to hold strong and you need to be willing to lose a couple members. But I tell you right now, if you come out with this type of statement, you're going to gain more people that respect you and you might have one or two people that are upset with you. 
that honestly we're going to be the people that are going to pressure you to support their cause and be divisive and, and hurt your culture anyways. Yeah. That's how you lead in a cancel culture world. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying you're not going to second guess yourself every once in a while. But I will tell you, you will sleep a lot better when you make decisions based off your principles and your values. One that I want to point out, and I don't want to be general here, but usually these noisemakers and these people that are just really causing a lot of pain tend to be a small group of people. It tends to be very minority, but it feels so loud because they're just badgering you all day and they're talking to your team, they're talking to you and it's being brought up daily and you just want the pain to end. But it's like you have 200 members and 12 people are making a big hot mess, right? You got 300 members and there's like 15 people that are you know yelling at, at the top of their lungs. So you think it's everybody. And I'm I'm even quick to check my team when they say, everybody's canceling, everybody's going on hold, everybody's, you know, upset about this session time. And I'm like, how many? Like, be specific. How many? Give me the number. And they're like, well, it's this, this, this. I was like, yeah, that's six. You said everybody. When I when I hear everybody, I think 300. So you see how we're if our language is completely uh, you know, separated. So it's be, be careful to look out for absolute words. So those are like never and always. Like and everybody right that's like everybody's like no that would that would literally be everybody 100 percent of my members so be specific use names and i would like something that's helpful for me is to make it as minimized as possible like write the names down and measure it against your total members and say holy crap i'm about to lose my head i'm about to make this big public announcement i'm about to make this major change because of this many people and like you you sometimes gotta like you, you were bringing up separate your emotions get really logical because i know that a lesson i learned when emotions are up, logic is down. When people are emotionally distraught, they logically are not thinking of their macros and that protein's gonna help them get to their goals and they go and stuff the face with the chips because it's been a long day or I need a beer and my emotions took control and my logic is down. And it tends to be the beginning of the day, you're the most cool-headed because you haven't been hit with a bunch of messages and stress and you can stick to your healthy breakfast and you're not. most people are not emotionally eating in the morning. But at the end of the day, when you've just been filled with a ton of problems, finally you lose it and you find yourself in front of the fridge with the door open, right? And so it's like people do retail therapy too. Like I'm emotionally distraught. I'm just going to go to the store and I'll buy a bunch of things to kind of distract myself. And it's like you're being emotional, but logically you said you want to save money. So it's like those are the things to kind of check yourself on. And so these people, again, the very few are poking and prodding you and getting you emotional and you're about to make emotional decision, not a logical one. So it's about like creating space, like, you know, sleeping on it, talking to another peer, a mentor, uh, you know, a fellow gym owner, someone else that understands your situation. Cause even your team does understand the pressure you're in as a business owner. You gotta talk to someone that's a peer, uh, writing it down, getting facts, getting data, cause how you feel will lead you astray. And I know that it's, it's definitely done that for me in the past. Hopefully that helps you guys. Um, you know, we wanted to just come on here and address this because like Matt said, we're future forecasting what we see happening, but guys, there'll be a next thing and a next thing and a next thing. And it just keeps going. As long as I've been alive, there's always been something in the news, some sort of terrible thing happening somewhere. Someone needs to speak up. Someone needs to take a stand. And you're like, I'm just trying to take care of my community. Like, that's really what I think all of us need to think about is just like, help the people in your backyard. That's the best thing you can do. Can you help someone in another country? Can you help someone in another state? Like, very minimally. The best thing all of us can do is get our neighborhoods and our communities dialed in, help them be better, help them become better leaders, help them get more healthy. That's the best place for your focus and where you will actually make major impact. So just keep focusing on that 
And that's the wisdom me and Matt want to pass on to you. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this, definitely give us a subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Let us know you enjoyed it. And if there's any other topic requests, send it to me or Matt. Uh, DM on Facebook or Instagram and we'll put it into the, the upcoming episodes. All right. Till next. Hey guys, Dustin Bogle here. And I wanted to invite you to my free group for gym owners. It's called Fitness Sales Made Simple because I want to show you how to convert more of your leads into sales, how to get more people to say yes to taking that leap of faith to join your program and to get healthy, fit, and more confident, all right? And so I'm going to share my best sales strategies, but you got to join the group to see what it's all about. And in fact, the minute you join, I'm going to give you a free gift, and that is a PDF called Five Ways to Get More Sales in Your Gym. So join the group. I'll tag you on the PDF and enjoy the free content. See you in the group.